Should I face cam? I'm going to share some of my analysis and thoughts, and you can give feedback if you want to. Okay, first issue is emotions. Uh, face camming lets people see your emotions better, like you communicate more information about them. And it's not just emotions, but like how you react to things, how you deal with things, how you think about things. Uh, people can see what's going on in your head a little bit better. There's actual information in facial expressions, gestures, body language, etc. Um, there can be red herrings, there can be misleading or problematic information, but there's also definitely real information signal there. And this stuff is part of people's lives. They deal with it on most of them a daily basis. And, and so they reasonably want role models, like if you're going to learn from someone, how do I live, what should I think, etc. Um, you want more information about how that applies to life and how to do it. People like just seeing someone deal with something in a calm way and having them look calm instead of just reading text that's calm. Um, it can be like interesting to people. Like they're like, I didn't realize that was possible. Um, a lot of times if they read calm text, they assume that you're, um, that you just edit it or you filter before you write. And so like you can create text that looks calm. It's just, the, they, they think it's like, um, how people do Facebook and Instagram where you like show your vacations and you show photos of like good moments and you just leave out the bad moments. It's really easy with text to like leave out a lot of bad things like when you got angry. It's much harder if you like live stream with face cam for hours to um, to be fake. And so people, yeah, there's useful info there. Um, appearance stuff, uh, not something I particularly want to share, but there is some useful info there. People deal with it IRL, so seeing how I deal with it has some value. Um, it's, it's come up with people who I see in person. Like, one of them commented about how I wear sweatpants in public, and apparently that is too unfashionable for them, and they're more constrained about what clothes they can wear, and just seeing me live a different way was, like, notable. Um, that's information. And so that's one that I just shared. I don't care. You can know I sometimes I wear sweatpants in public. Um, I don't really pay attention to fashion. I get a lot of my clothes at Costco. Uh, it's not a big deal. And I think like that you can live that way is something not everyone has fully taken on board. Like a lot of people know that in some sense. Um, but like have some concerns or worries or whatever. So like normalizing things and like letting them see it and so it's not just like a thing they've heard of as possible uh, makes a difference to people. Um, people want a sense of community, like hanging out, understanding me and my life, feeling more connected, relatable, etc. Like there, there's some errors mixed in there, but I think there's also real value and reasonable things there. A lot of people want rapport and I think there's some significant problems there. Uh, they find me, like, too cold, and they want, like, a more social approach. And a lot of what I want is discussion of ideas, objective arguments, logic, etc. Um, I think I might be cold enough even with a camera. Like, I don't think that's going to change that very much. And I, I think some of the ways people find me cold are false, and, like, they're sort of making assumptions that are wrong. 
I think people who watch my streams a lot and hear me talk a lot, it dispels some of that. Like, I don't sound the way they imagine me in text, some of them. Some people take my text, like, quite negatively. Like, they'll, they'll assume that things are said in a mean way when I, I'm not actually being mean, that's not how I'm seeing it, and my my voice tones and my facial expressions and so on are congruent with I'm actually calm or amused or something, you know, different things other than mean and negative and hateful and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't want to enable or encourage fantasy relationships with me, but I think face cam is... I'm not a girl. They're not going to think that they're, like, going to date me. Um, it's probably not a big concern. But that's one of the things about cams is... They're less accessible to a lot of groups, um, especially females. And I think there are also major issues for kids, disabled people, elderly people, um, transsexual people. Um, you can get like really hassled and heckled and, and stuff. And those things don't apply to me. Like, um, I'm not going to have those problems, but I think partaking in camming in a world where all women are like severely discouraged from it uh is it's a bit problematic like it's it's the way women are treated with camming just that one thing alone is a reason to boycott it i'm not saying it's decisive or anything but like there's some temptation there to be like jesus if guys are going to commonly com constantly comment on how women look whenever they post videos with cams um that's a fucked up format like there's a reason to stay away from that just in protest, even if it's not as much of a problem for me. And people create fantasy relationships with, with female streamers, like, a lot. And that's... And then there's some females who, who do that stuff on purpose. They feed into it. That's how they get attention. Like, you know, that's, that's common. But then there's also females who just want to be a person and be treated like a person. And that's hard because everyone's treating them like a, a girl to have a fantasy relationship with who is putting herself out there so she can get attention about her body and so on, especially if she's, you know, young and looks maybe possibly single and that kind of thing. Anyways, another thing is, like, I don't... To some extent, I don't want dumb people in my community who just want to hang out socially and have rapport and don't care about ideas and so on. But I don't think camming is going to, like, change the tone of the community too much. Like, I think it's already... Uh, I already filter a lot of people. I think if people were a bit less scared of me, that would be better overall. And I think there are reasonable people who are worth having in the community who this stuff makes a difference to. It's not that, because there, there are terrible people who like this stuff who I don't want in the community, but there's also people who are, you know, not 100% perfect, but, you know, decent enough. And I don't mind meeting them halfway. I don't want to meet the awful people halfway, but I'm, I'm fine with meeting the, the medium okay people halfway to the extent that it doesn't... I'll meet people halfway uh, when I'm not sacrificing anything important. Like, there's no major downside for me. That's sort of the rule. That's, that's generally my criteria for whether I'll face Kim is, is there any major downside, like a decisive problem with it that I can't come up with a solution to? It's not, are the positives better than the negatives? It's, uh, do I have an answer to every single negative? That's basically a, a better way to look at it. 
you can also look at it as like there's two types of negatives. There's like the, the really important one that are that could be deal breakers. And you have to have an answer to every single one of those. And then there's also the minor negatives. And the minor negatives that like don't really matter that much anyways can maybe be outweighed by positives. That's a decent conceptual model. It has some issues, but it works pretty decently. Okay, so another thing. People make assumptions about me. Um, they do this even if I don't cam. They make assumptions about what I look like. You know, neck beard is an assumption some people have probably made. Basement dweller. Um, if I face cam, you'll see that I'm not actually in a basement. I don't know, like, how literally people take it when they think things like that. Those are just, like, stereotypes. But anyways, um, if you don't give people information, they just make it up. It's not like they stop thinking about what you look like and what your mannerisms are like and so on. They just make it up wrong. Um, and a lot of them make it up in worse ways. And then even the friendly people are trying to make it up in a positive way and imagine you're so great and whatever. Like, it not being realistic is still bad. It's better if they have more accurate views of what the world is like, what I'm like, etc. Like, in general, I try to do um, behind-the-scenes things and, like, show a variety of things. I want to show, like, process of how to live, how to write, how to do things, not just the conclusions, not just the polished final product. So heckling's an issue. If I face cam, I will get heckled. I've actually face cammed in the past a little bit, which I deleted or like blurred out or whatever, but I only did it for gaming, not for philosophy. And I got heckled. People asked if I was gay, which they can do with just voice. That's come up occasionally. Um, it's not a big deal. I can deal with heckling. I dealt with them um, with fucking ask yourself, that vegan guy like yelling at me in the so-called debate. Like that, it wasn't that hard for me. Um, I'm good at that stuff. And that's actually demonstrating how to deal with hecklers as a positive. Like, there's value in showing people that one can do that and it's, you know, you can be calm about it, you can not care that much. And generally, like, you should do what you want and don't give hecklers a veto. And you can get heckled for anything. It's not just face cams. Like, I get plenty of harassment and flaming and whatever for philosophy articles or whatever. Okay, so another issue is people assume incompetence for things that are intentional choices. Like, if I'm not fashionable, they assume I'm unable to be fashionable rather than I chose not to put my time into developing that skill that I could develop. Um, blemishes, they assume things like your blemishes are so bad that you can't deal with them even with concealer and um, using acne products in the shower and so on and so forth. Like, they assume sort of that you're trying and this is the result after you try rather than you just made the choice not to spend any time, like, reducing blemishes. Uh, similar with lighting, like, you know, I know that ring lights make you look better, and they're not that expensive, and I could get one, but on the other hand, I don't really want to go down that road of worrying about lighting, I don't care, and same with, like, cam quality, like, I could use the, uh, the camera built into my iMac, or I could get, like, a better camera, and I'm inclined to just use the built-in one and not make a big deal out of it, and and high, high quality, high resolution is not necessary. I mean, like, super high. Because, you know, iMacs already have pretty good cameras. It's not, like, you know, blurry 480p or something. Anyways, but, like, super high resolution is not relevant to any of the information that I want to show. Like, you can see body language. You can see if I smile. You don't need a, a camera that shows you, like, every little pore or hair on my face in order to, to see the main things. Anyways, um, 
So my attitude is sort of like, just do a real, like, turn the cam on, don't change other stuff. Because um, part of the point is to show what my life is like, not to put on a show. But if you do that, people assume a lot of stuff is intentional, like, you're not doing it well because you're bad at things, rather than you're not doing it well because you don't really care that much and don't want to put effort into it and don't think it's a good thing to put attention into. This is not a huge deal. Like, people make wrong assumptions all the time about all sorts of things, but it is, it's an issue. It'll happen. Questions will get asked sometimes about it. It'll, you know, people will bring it up sometimes. And other people will, you know, judge negatively and not bring it up and leave. And the kind of people who do that, like, filtering them out is not the worst thing. Like, my goal is not uh, appeal to everyone and get the biggest audience. If the really shallow people want to leave, that's whatever. I don't really care one way or the other. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to exclude them. Um, if, if dumb people or shallow people or second-handed people or whatever um, want to try to learn from me, like, they're welcome to. Um, but if they leave, it's not a big deal to me. Okay, so another topic is ignorance. You can be ignorant of, like, what people think of you. And then if they tell you what they think of you, like they see you and they're like, you're ugly. Now you know what they think. You know you're judged and so on. It's, it's different to know than not know. This is a topic David Deutsch has talked about. He's written um, In Praise of Ignorance, an old article. Uh, he's talked about for like homeschooled and unschooled kids, finding out your test scores, like trying school a little bit and taking a test or taking like an entry test to get into some program is dangerous. He said... Uh, once you know that, that you're the kind of person who the, the tests say is dumb, uh, you can't unknow it, and it's like, it gives you a way of seeing yourself that you can't get rid of, and I don't really agree with that attitude. Um, I, I think it's, you know, it's not just straight wrong. There's there's an issue there, but I think it kind of assumes second-handedness, and I think problems are soluble, and that the, these problems aren't actually, shouldn't be super hard. You shouldn't be super scared of it. You should be reasonably robust. Uh, and it's good to know about the world. Don't be scared of the world. Like, know more of what people think, even if it's dumb, so you can understand what's going on instead of avoiding it. Like, I think it's... Yeah, I'm not scared of all this stuff. Um, that's not the reason I haven't been camming. Like, the main reason I haven't been camming, besides a bit of inertia and, like, being influenced by DD in the past, is the main one is the, the social dynamics, and I dislike sort of... I dislike participating in them. That's the biggest issue. I'll get to that later. Uh, DD, by the way, in the past, he would do things like reuse the same photograph when, you know, each article or new book or whatever wants a photo, and he'll just keep sending out the same one over and over to reduce the number of different photos of him in existence um, to, like, minimize the personal info being leaked as an intentional thing. And now, recently, uh, he's been trying to social climb and actually started doing, putting up videos where he just face cams in the video uh, unnecessarily. Like, he could just have a keynote up and talk with bullet points, and I think that would actually be better and more functional. And if he wants to put his, his face in the in the corner, um, I still think the keynote would be more useful than the face. I'm actually using a, a keynote with slides and bullet points right now for this podcast. I considered making a video instead of a podcast, but the, the notes are very, very rough draft. Um, so I didn't think they'd be terribly useful. I decided to go with the podcast format. Um, not at all. It's not at all a polished presentation. It's just like reminders of what to talk about. 
Anyways. Yeah, I think Dee Dee's like overly scared of the world in certain ways, and there's something weird there, and I was never scared in, in a lot of the ways he is. Like if I if I get a low score on a test, like I'm capable of judging that myself. Like, do I think the test is good? Does it represent an important skill and like accurately measure it? Because some tests are dumb and I'll be like, eh. Like the test was stupid, that's why I got a low score. I'm not gonna feel bad about that. I can use my own judgment instead of being sort of stuck on the judgment of the authority that made the test. And I think being able to do that is important and it's gonna come up in your life. Uh, it's not something you can just avoid everywhere in a reasonable way. And on the other hand, some tests like, you know, have actual value in them. Like if you can't pass certain tests, that's because you have a flaw and ignorance, a, a lack of skill that's actually worth fixing. Like it can be useful info to find out you're bad at something or wrong about something or incompetent at something. Like you should want to find out about your weaknesses so you can consider um, which ones you want to work on. Like how are you going to prioritize that? It's good info that helps your prioritization if you know more about your flaws. Um, on a related note, DD and taking children seriously. DD is David Deutsch, by the way. I don't know if I said that earlier. Um, so with, with taking children seriously, TCS, there's a, a major privacy issue with parents revealing info about their children. Revealing info about yourself, like face camming yourself and revealing info about other people, e.g. posting videos of um, pointing a camera at someone else are different things. Like it's you totally have the right and the privilege and whatever to share stuff about yourself, but not about other people. Each person basically should get to decide what they share. So if you're a parent, you have to be quite careful about sharing stuff about your kids. Like young kids, you are not really in a position to give informed consent about sharing photos and videos and stuff online. And a lot of people screw this stuff up and, and share a lot of stuff that the kids later like would prefer was not shared. And it's, it's often predictable stuff. Like if you share potty training stuff, people find that embarrassing later and prefer that you hadn't shared it. And some of them try to fix this with like very superficial approaches, like um, not using their child's name, but they use their own real name. So um, as a lot of people, uh, you know, they meet the child and they know who the parent is and they know the parent's real name. And then they can figure out that that stuff the parent wrote was about this particular child. Like, there's a lot of cases where you don't give the child's name, but it's still easy for people to connect the info to a particular person, the child. So yeah, all this privacy stuff, is these issues are much more severe and you should be much more careful with them if it's someone else's privacy, if it's someone else's face or info about their life or whatever, than if it's your own. Because you don't have the right to make those decisions for other people about what they should share. It's just like issues are very different when it's your property versus someone else's. Like you have to be much more careful with other people's property. Like it's not your place to accidentally break their stuff. Whereas you can be a little less careful with your own stuff because um, it's your place to take the risk of breaking it. But you shouldn't be putting other people's stuff at risk. Okay, anyways, uh, so face camming, practical benefits. Like people can see when you're AFK, when you're distracted, they can see the room light level. Um, like if it's night or day and and that like it sets the mood a little bit like it can be information that like oh it's the evening for you and you're just uh chilling a little before you go to bed or you know different things or it's the morning and you're like energetically going to be writing they're not like huge things they're just these subtle things little bits of info with some value and you can see practical things like i can show you things or 
like my uh, my seat cushion I could hold up and be like, look, you can get a nice seat cushion from Purple. They're good. Um, and like people find out little things I do in my life, like I can use my phone to control my light and my temperature. And so people might find out about that and then maybe they'll be like, oh, I should get that. That's a useful product I could buy. So not a huge deal, but there's, you know, little stuff there it comes up sometimes. It's actually, it's a little like playing music on stream where you, you share what music you like and people get to try your music. It's like a minor thing, but it's kind of nice sometimes. Sometimes I wish that um, they really should figure out how to have multiple audio channels on streams and just videos in general so that you could control volume for different channels separately, which is a thing that exists. Like a lot of games have master volume, uh, sound effects volume, voices volume, music as separate sliders. But then you go on Twitch and someone's playing music and there's no way for you to mute the music and still hear the gameplay. There's no way for you, for you to adjust, like, I want their voice to be louder and turn down the background noise of the game a little bit and then turn their their Spotify off. Um, they should definitely figure that technology out. It's not, it's not super impossible or hard or whatever. Like, I think it's quite doable. Uh, speaking of practical stuff, uh, Cam takes up screen space. You can turn it off when screen space is really tight. But that is a downside, it's just costing you pixels. I'm usually not super tight on pixels, but it takes some organizational effort to keep everything visible. Like, usually I have enough pixels for all the active stuff, but I have inactive stuff as well, reasonably often. And if you add all the stuff I'm not currently actively using, then it's often more than a screenful. Like when I tutor, I often have some windows that are uh, hidden behind some other windows. Like I don't just have everything visible at once. So there is an issue there. And also if you do like a full screen keynote, then you either have to like uh, crop it, scale it, like not make it full so that you can fit the camera on the side, or you have to have, like, you never put anything in the top right of your keynote, so there's space for the camera without it blocking something. Anyways, um, so people can see things like gestures um, and body language, some of which is actually useful. Like, you can, you can put two hands up a certain distance apart to show, like, a size or a length. Camming leaks some personal info, like weather and lighting conditions. People can see sunset, maybe rain, cloudy, and they can get info about like your time zone. Not a huge deal, but there is a little info being leaked there. And unless you have a, a green screen behind you, uh, people can see stuff in the background, which can encourage you to like clean your room before you cam or something, which I'm not too worried about. Um, I think I can resist getting sucked into that in general. Like I'm not embarrassed about not keeping everything super clean. But you have to be careful with stuff that has, has personal info that could like leak uh, where you live or other other details that you don't want to share. There's a general issue of people get self-conscious when they when they're on face cam. It's very common and it, it causes people a lot of trouble. Like some people have more trouble thinking and talking and forming their own opinions when people are looking at them. And they feel sort of this constant pressure like and they do things like look at the person they care the most about and see if they laugh and then sort of copy the laughing and they'll do this unconsciously without realizing they're doing it and they'll suck in their gut and all sorts of stuff.
But one of the things that happens is people assume, like, I'm self-conscious too, just like everyone else. Um, if they saw me more, they might get more accurate views of maybe I'm not quite as self-conscious as they think. And it's actually possible to, to be a little different. Uh, and there's the danger of getting sucked into that stuff. Because uh, you can get, like, feedback. People will, you know, make fun of you or whatever. But I'm not too worried about that. I think I can deal with it. I don't recommend cargo culting me. Um, this comes up with other things too, but I think like some people might be like, oh, Elliot's cargo. Elliot is camming, therefore camming is good, therefore I should cam, and then they try it, and then they're second-handed, and it causes them a bunch of problems. And So don't do it just because I do it. Especially if you're not like any sort of public figure or wannabe public figure or whatever. Like, I'm intentionally for years sharing lots of stuff I do and make and, and so on. And trying to give people info about how I think is good to live and, and act and, and so on. So, and I, I purposely share things like my writing process, not just the final result. Because um, I want people to learn about methods and behind-the-scenes stuff. So if you're not doing all those things, then you have less reason to cam. A lot of people cam because they want to get popular, and they think they'll get more popular if they cam. And on average, they probably do. Um, a lot of people cam even though they don't want to, and they kind of hate it, and they find it a burden. Like, they're so self-conscious about it, and it's annoying for them to deal with that, but they put up with it because then they get more popular. Whereas for me, like, if it was a major burden, then I definitely just wouldn't do it. Um, I'm Because I'm not chasing popularity in that way. If someone's only going to like me because they can see my face, then I don't care if they're my fan. Um, the, the main type of fan I want is people who like my ideas that I write down. Um, but people, people end up influenced in subtle ways without realizing it. Like, it's the same way your peer group matters. Who you hang out with, who you're around a lot, um, who's in your life, you just end up being more similar to them and picking up things from them. Um, if you cam, then you're going to get comments on your appearance and stuff, and then it'll just sort of be part of your reality that your appearance is a thing that gets commented on and gets attention, and then you'll pay more attention to it, probably. And there's, There is some danger there, um, but I'm not particularly scared, and I think uh, showing people that one can deal with such things uh, fairly effectively uh, maybe has value, like rising to the challenge and being like, look, philosophy can be effective, and, and make things go better. There's, you know, some upside there. Cam gives the opportunity to uh, do social things you wouldn't do if people couldn't see it. Like, you can mock people, you can make faces, you can do imitations. So there's a potential temptation. I'm not too worried about that. And if I did it, it'd be good to, um, to get caught, to get feedback, to be like, oh shit, I shouldn't do that. Um, to find out about the problem and, and try to change and fix it and be nicer. And camming, it helps legitimize social dynamics that you cite and it feeds into that game. Like, that is, I think, my biggest concern is that I sort of just want to want to protest about it and be like, the, the way people treat each other when they can look at each other is kind of awful. Although I could fucking complain about everything, like the way they treat each other in text or in voice only, there's plenty of awful there too. But, um, so the more, like, nonverbal it is, the more awful it is, on average, a little bit. I don't think it's, like, a huge factor, but I think it's somewhat of a factor. Like, text is a bit better than voice, which is a bit better than body language. 
I think a lot of like sort of rational types actually overestimate uh, how much that's a hierarchy and they're like text is way better uh, which I don't agree with like I think tons of social dynamics happen in text even when people have a bunch of time to sit there and edit it and take their time with it and like write an essay and they still do tons of social dynamics um, so I think there's a bit of a misconception how associated social dynamics are with with sight whereas they're just kind of everywhere but so most people like they're not in a position to avoid that stuff they they go socialize they go meet people they go talk with people they have co-workers or uh, co-students or whatever and they see them in person and they get seen on reg a regular basis and so on i work from home i am um, in general i try not to go outside two days in a row um, I mean, like, out away from home, not just, like, in my yard or on my balcony or something. Um, also, try not to exercise two days in a row. It's, like, um, it's just, it's kind of distracting. Like, I try to have at least every other day be, like, a, a chill at home and write and whatever day so that I don't uh, get distracted too much from my top priorities. And it's um going out or exercising or tiring. So if you, like, do it repeatedly, you get tired, so that uh, can detract from writing and thinking and so on so limiting the frequency a bit helps anyways the point of that was like i'm in a position where i am actually not seen by people a whole lot and don't have to worry about my clothes and appearance and stuff as much and most people have lives where they get judged by that stuff like way more in person than i do so for most people it's like not very avoidable it's somewhat avoidable for me but but I could deal with it anyways to, uh, to show people how to deal with it, to, to demonstrate it's not so bad anyways. Or like, it doesn't have to be so bad if you have certain skills to, uh, to not be so second-handed. That's one of the main skills there. And also understanding social dynamics, recognizing them, like seeing when they're going on, uh, helps you deal with them. So people have got examples if I face cam of like how I react to certain heckling or whatever. And then some of them might think, oh, if I get that kind of response, I could re react in that way and that would work out okay. So I don't have to be so scared to wear something that doesn't look as good or whatever. Another thing, this is kind of minor and uh, kind of unusual, but some of my mannerisms are uh, misleading or misrepresent. So, because there's like my emotional state or thought processes and then, you know, physical mannerisms are to some extent connected to those things, but some of mine are wrong. And there's a specific reason for that, which is they developed in childhood in the past when I was more shy and various other things. And then I didn't change all of them because of my lack of socializing. So like if they don't come up a lot and I have these old autopilots from childhood, and then they don't really matter much or come up much, then some of them just never got changed because I didn't go through and like find them on all and revise them. Which is, um, that's like weird enough. A lot of people just straight wouldn't believe me, I think. But yeah, I think like not all of my intuitions and habits and whatever are. So a way to think of it is if I had my philosophy, skill and knowledge, and then I went through childhood, I would have developed different uh, mannerisms than some of the ones I currently have. So different mannerisms would be more congruent with how I actually think and, and feel and stuff than some of my existing mannerisms because um, I've put a lot more effort. Yeah, this is a good way to think of it. I've put a lot more effort into changing uh, mental things 
than physical actions. I've put a lot more effort into ideas and emotions and that stuff than into uh, motions and gestures and facial expressions. So I've improved a lot more at the one than the other, which causes a gap or mismatch. Anyway, not a, not a huge deal, but uh, it's a factor, uh, another thing to consider. Okay, and I had some thoughts on privacy, which is certainly an issue. Um, DD's model, the old model, is, is to some extent whitelist relevant info, like by default, do not share, then take the important stuff you want to share and share only that. So like ideas about philosophy are important, share those and then, you know, exclude everything else other than what you're sharing. And there, there's some merit in that model, like you can see the point of it. Um, it can avoid some problems, but the, a more standard model that people use in their life is a lot more like uh, share a lot of stuff and then hide or avoid sharing some specific problematic things. Like it's a blacklist model instead of a whitelist. Whitelist means by default you exclude things and then you mark certain ones that you want to include. Whereas a blacklist model is default include things, but then you mark, you give a black mark to the ones you want to exclude. So I think blacklist for privacy is okay. Like by default, don't be scared. And then, um, but be careful with a few problem areas. But the actual thing people do is a bit of a hybrid. Like there's certain large categories where it's default share. And there's other categories where it's like default hide is maybe a better way to think about it. So like, uh, but visual site stuff like face cam info is, is a default share thing because people walk around in, in person in public, they meet people in public or in person and you know, then they see each other. So that's not a thing that they normally would hide. Whereas say um, fighting with their spouse at home behind closed doors is a thing they would hide. Like they hide a lot of what their family relationships are actually like. Although quite a bit gets gets becomes visible to people who to friends who hang out with them, but not to the general public. Like most YouTubers, you don't actually know uh, what their relationships in person are actually like. I personally don't actually care that much about privacy. I used to share more stuff. Um, DD and the community discouraged it in some ways. But like early on, I was more sherry. Um, because you get feedback. If you share stuff, you can get feedback. You just talk about your life, you share things. Um, and I'm just not scared, mostly. So if you're not scared, and then the more information, the better. There, there are issues with that, though, like focus. I think focus is a, a real concern. Like, you don't want to share a bunch of irrelevant stuff because it's, uh, you know, a distraction from the stuff you actually want to interact about and deal with and so on. Face cams aren't super distracting. The, the amount people comment on face cams and like YouTube comments is unrepresentative of how distracting they are. Like, um, people have a lot to say about them, but that doesn't mean that they're spending the entire lecture thinking about the face cam. Like they'll actually listen to the ideas, but then also make a comment about appearance sometimes. They definitely do put attention into appearance stuff and it can distract them, but it's not as bad as it might seem glancing through some YouTube comments, especially for men. It's worse for women. People are more distracted by female appearances. So there's no take backs if you cam, mostly. Um, I've actually cammed for gaming stuff and then removed it because um, I didn't have a large audience and some people saw it, but no one, no one has actually screenshotted it and posted it to fuck with me. So it worked out. But anyways, basically if I start doing this, I'm not expecting take backs, not relying on them or counting them.
I only removed stuff because it was like convenient. Um, I you know happened to have the opportunity. Anyways, but it wasn't a big deal. Anyways, yeah. Once you put your face out there, like people have it, they can um, make meme videos with it, like those videos where you stick a face on top of something else. They can make fun of you. They can Photoshop you and make you look uglier or whatever. And they can comment on your race or age or gender stuff like that. Um. So, I'm leaning towards camming. Um, I've thought about it before and been tempted. Like, I see some value in it. Uh, but I'll definitely wait a while first in case I change my mind. Like, at least like a week, probably more. And I wanted to get feedback, give people a, a chance to comment before I made a decision. And I also thought that uh, all these issues might be reasonably interesting. You know, this is itself analysis and thinking and using critical thinking and rationality and so on to try to understand an issue. All right, later.